start trying to figure out how does an innocent child become an absolute monster in their adulthood. It's really interesting going through a serial killer's childhood and their background because you start understanding events or injuries that happened to them that might cause them becoming an absolute monster. My name is Jude Taysir and this episode is called The Night Stalker. So the story of Richard Ramirez. He was born in El Paso, Texas, and he lived there with his parents and four siblings, Robert, Reuben, Ruth, and Joseph. Unfortunately, his dad, Julian, was not genuinely nice to young Richard, and he often took his anger and aggression on him. When his mom was pregnant with Richard, she almost miscarried more than once, and it was probably due to the fumes that she was exposed to at the factory that she worked. And some believe that these fumes that she was breathing in affected that the development of Richard in the womb. It could have led to some of the issues he had psychologically. When he was only two years old, a dresser fell on his head and opened his scalp. He ended up needing more than 30 stitches to close the wound. That must have been serious since he needed more than 30 stitches, am I right? Like, imagine getting 30 stitches, more than 30 stitches, at a very, very young age. And one day, when he was five years old, Richard was playing on swings and ended up getting knocked unconscious. He started having epileptic seizures throughout his childhood. By the age 12, he got closer to his cousin Mike to avoid his dad. Mike served in Vietnam. Mike decides to tell Richard disturbing stories about his time in war. For example, he showed Richard pictures of women he had murdered and assaulted, and tell him all the details about how he assaulted and murdered those innocent women. He also taught him how to attack and kill someone without making a sound and he was only 12 years old. I wonder how many nightmares he had from all the head trauma and the graphic images he saw, and it definitely impacted him psychologically. When he was 13 years old, he was with Mike and Mike's wife, and those couple ended up getting in a horrible fight. Mike ended up pulling a gun and shot his wife, Jessie, in front of Richard. At a young age, Richard witnessed murder for the first time. So all of this is going to have a major impact on his life. And this is probably the turning point in his life where something triggered inside of him. As life goes on, he starts learning about Satanism and worshipping Satan. And what's worse is his sister's husband would go out at night to spy on his victims. And when Richard moved in with his sister and her husband, he started taking Richard with him, teaching him how to move through the neighborhood unnoticed. And at this point, he started having violent sexual fantasies about tying up, torturing, and assaulting women. In his early 20s, he killed at least 14 people and he committed multiple assaults and burglaries. In 1984, Richard lived in the basement of a hotel. He saw a nine-year-old girl. 
he attacked her and stabbed her to death. And the crazy thing he did is after she was dead, he tied a rope around her and hung her body from a pipe in a hotel's basement. That time they did not have the technology needed, so the police could not identify Richard. In June 1984, Richard broke into the apartment of 79-year-old Jenny Vinco in Los Angeles. That night, she left the window open and went to sleep. Therefore, Richard was able to climb through the window, and while Jenny was asleep, he stabbed her multiple times. Just a reminder that Richard watched his victims. He would literally stalk them to find the perfect timing in order to attack. So on March 17, 1985, when Maria Hernandez reached and before she entered the house, Richard shot her in the face, but Maria threw her hands and the bullet hit her keys, which saved her life. Maria's roommate, Daily Okazaki, was in the house and when she heard the gunshot, she went to hide, except Richard was already in the house and shot her in the head. Let's be honest, Richard is intelligent, and for a guy who dropped out of school, his intelligence level is high, and in order to be a serial killer, you have to be smart enough to not make stupid mistakes, like cover your tracks and lie on the spot, and many more. And it seems it's not just about killing somebody, because obviously he wants the intellect as much pain as possible. He's out there to torture these people. He wants to be the devil and worship Satan, and he wants people to fear him. Moving forward, when investigators searched the scene, they found evidence and a shoe print. However, the mayor of San Francisco held a conference to inform the public and reveal this evidence, and this jeopardized the case as the Night Stalker, aka Richard, saw the news and went to throw his shoes, then bought new ones. Ramirez broke into the house of Bill Carnes and his fiancée through a back door. He shot Carnes three times in the head before turning to Erickson, the fiancée. Ramirez told her that he was the night stalker and forced her to swear that she loved Satan as he beat her with his fists. He, he then demanded cash and more jewelry and made her swear on Satan. There was no more. Before leaving, Ramirez told Erickson, tell them the Night Stalker was here. And luckily, the surgeons removed two of the bullets from Bill's head and he survived. Are you appealing these because you say you're innocent? You didn't kill 13 people? That is correct. You didn't kill 13 people. Again, it would be improper for me to comment in any regard to that question. You have now entered a very rare group of people in this country. You're in the ranks of Charlie Manson, Ted Bundy. You claim you didn't commit these murders, but you're right in there now as far as everybody else is concerned. Serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one. They are a product of the times, and these are bloodthirsty times. Even psychopaths have emotions if you dig deep enough, but then again, maybe they don't. Do you have emotions, Richard? No comment. 
Tell me what kind of emotions you got going through you right now. I'll tell you what, I gave up on love and happiness a long time ago. The Satanist admits to being evil. Do you admit to being evil, Richard? We are all evil in some form or another, are we not? I'm asking you the questions, my friend. <laughs> yes, I am evil. His face was sketched and finally was published in the news. Everyone knew who the police is looking for and thankfully Richard didn't know that. On August 31, 1985, Ramirez was in Los Angeles when shoppers at a store reported that they saw Ramirez pick up a newspaper. Police chased him in their vehicles and with helicopters overhead. As the crowd beat Ramirez, a reporter witnessed and reported that Ramirez shouted in Spanish it's me, it's me, it's me. I'm lucky the cops caught me.